And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comments, three topics, ten minutes. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, uh, Tim Slagle here. Uh, somewhere, somewhere out at sea uh, still, uh, Mr. Bent Washburn. Yeah, I, yes, I am in Charlotteville. It's uh, Prince Edward Island, I think. I'm somewhere up it's north. A- yeah. yeah, that's uh, Anne of Green Gables was based in uh, Prince Edward Island. Did that you know is, that? Yes, I do because every time you get well, off the I, ship, I guess you can't go to. Pri- yeah, yeah, you can't go to Prince Edward Island and not know that it's the home of Anne of Green Gables. It's, it's pretty banners much everywhere. The the entire local economy rotates around yeah. Anne of Green Gables. There's like a, probably about an 18 year old young lady, red hair and braids, as you get off the ship, and she is like the the linchpin of the entire economy. Yeah. Well, that and potatoes, I think. I think they also grow potatoes. Oh, do they still grow? Okay. Well, I didn't go see the potatoes. They're they're pushing Anna Green Gables more than the potatoes now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where uh, I am. Later in the later in the show, we're going to be talking uh, uh, about where uh, where where Tim is going to be next week. Uh, if you don't know, if you don't uh, if you don't uh, follow me on Facebook, you might not know. Uh, otherwise, we're, we'll mention that in the third segment. Uh, also, in the second segment, we are going to be talking about how the dinosaurs went extinct. You think you know? Maybe you don't. Yeah, maybe it's, not. Uh, but uh, uh, the first topic, uh, uh, close to my heart, is uh, I'm a, I'm a big McDonald's fan. I, you, I, I, I know that's I know that's uncool to say, and it makes me sound uh, it makes me sound like I have no taste or, or, or culinary ability. But uh, I love McDonald's. You, it's it, it's 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 cheap, and it's quick, and, and that's what I'm always looking for on a, for uh, a meal when I'm driving. So you and, you're uh, a so McDonald's. I, you don't you don't look like you're a McDonald's fan that much. I will say, yeah, having you know what I mean. Speaking of your physique, I wouldn't I wouldn't sure. pin you as a McDonald's fan, more of a Subway fan. You you don't look <laughs> unless you've changed since I saw you last. You, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I look uh, I look more like Jared. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't act but I, like. But him. yeah. It, it to me it's amazing it's it, it's you know i wouldn't like i said i would not call it mcdonald's high cuisine but it's okay it's good yeah and, and, and the fact is i've timed myself i can i can pull off an exit and be back on the highway in five minutes with with a bag of dinner and a change in my pocket and that's uh that's that uh, that, that, that keeps me going back yeah. and uh uh of course, every every so often, uh, if you're a McDonald's fan, you know that uh, the Monopoly promotion starts. The big thing, I, uh, yeah. I have never played the Monopoly thing. Uh, no. As far as McDonald's, no, because you got to get you got to get like the, the 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 fries and the the the, the right drink and the, in order to get the game piece, it seems. Yeah. And it. Uh, I I was and, hooked and on I that never... game for a short while back when I was on. More driving between gigs and always eating there. I started playing the game a little bit of the McDonald's. I assume most people know what it is, though. You get the the large drink, the large fries. There's a the little thing. You pull the game piece out, and then maybe you win a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. There might be an instant winner, or you might have to collect uh, Boardwalk and Park Place to to win a million dollars. That's yeah. always, and, and it's always, and, and the thing is, I've known since a little kid that the way these games work. 
is that it's easy to get all the pieces except for the winning piece. Oh yeah, no, they. I I remember when I was little thinking I was close. Boy. Yeah. 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 I there was a there was a shell game of the presidents, and there was uh, uh, if you had like certain groups of presidents, you would get you'd win a prize. And it's I had multiples of all the presidents except for the special ones, and that's when I figured it out. Uh-huh. That, uh, oh, that's how that that's how these work. I often thought it would be fun actually to uh, somebody I did not like to put an ad in Craigslist saying I have Boardwalk, need Park Place, we'll split the million, <laughs> and put put somebody put somebody's phone number who who I don't like just to mess with them. <laughs> <laughs> to someone you like why not <laughs> but anyway of course you know of course we always wonder where, where where the whoever gets the elusive boardwalk how is there how many boardwalks are there how many yeah. and uh it brings us to an interesting article that uh that the bent sent to me is that uh uh in 2000 uh in the year 2000 a mysterious informant called the fbi claimed that the mcdonald's games had been rigged by an insider known as uncle jerry Crazy, crazy, it's, yeah. Uh, and Jerry it, Jacobson, yeah. who actually worked for uh, Dittler Brothers in Oakwood, Georgia, where they print uh, uh, the game pieces, uh, had actually gamed the system. Yeah, he He's had uh, former he, policeman, he was, he, ex-cop. Yep, he was the one. He was the the, the man in charge of getting the one boardwalk. And then would take it somewhere in America and stick it in a French fry box. Would he actually and, stick uh, it? Would he actually place it in the French fry box himself? I, I think I think he would. I think they, he actually said that uh, that he would go in the warehouse and then he'd be left alone in the warehouse, and uh, they would leave a pallet of French fry boxes, and he would put it on one of the French fry boxes in that pallet. Something okay. like that. I, I, it, 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 the actual details they were kind of nebulous on in the article. But he would uh, place it. Where was this? Where was this article? By the way, we should probably link it. So yeah, so we should read it. If we not. should definitely link. It was. It was in. A, I can't remember where. I, where I saw yeah, it on we'll, Facebook. We'll, we'll, we'll find yeah. it. We'll find it and link it. Uh, what I thought uh, was I interesting. This was two thousand, and we, it kind of went under the radar because uh, I believe it was when he was either convicted or when it went to trial. It was September 10th, 2001. Yeah. So when September <laughs> 11 happened, there, there was actually a guy that, for whom that event did not change everything. You know what I mean? For me, it was like right. it, it gives most of us perspective. Like, you know, my problems aren't that big. But that guy was like, no, I'm still in trouble. I still got things to worry about. But, <laughs> but we did not remember him. It just completely... I, because yeah. this would have been a his big name story. Is Jerry, his name is Jerry. His name is Jerry Jacobson. That's yep. uh, and, and it was discovered. It was discovered. Uh, I, I think they, 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 they in two thousand. I think I mentioned was when they discovered yep. it, and, and they still allowed. They they went to McDonald's. The FBI went to McDonald's, and McDonald's said, "Well, we gotta we gotta pull the game. We can't do the game." And the FBI said, "No, we don't have enough evidence to convict." So in the oh, year two thousand one. Right. In the year 2001, McDonald's Corporation ran a rigged Monopoly game. Oh, man. They knew. they When they were advertising it and they were giving out the game pieces and people were collecting them all, uh, McDonald's knew that nobody was going to win. That but is... uh, the FBI 
Isn't that isn't oh, that something? They, a few people are going to lose. That's amazing. Yeah, and it was, a, it was just a big sting operation, right? The yep. whole the whole it was it was actually a, a sting operation to catch the cheaters, and that's when Jerry Jorgensen got caught. And this also struck me in the article. He three years. That's all he got. He only went to jail for three years. Yeah. Was it because he didn't get that much money? Was he? Did he get? He was taking a split on everything, right? Yeah, basically he would he would sell the he would give the million dollar ticket to to someone, uh, and then the, the you would have to you'd have to kick back fifty thousand dollars when you won. Fifty grand? That's not bad. That's a good return. Yeah. Yeah. Did and, you uh, did how long it. did the million dollar guy go to jail? Did he go to jail longer? I didn't see that in the article. That's what I no, want to know. I think I, th- I think all the I think they all they all did about a year and Jerry did three. That was uh, that was that was pretty yeah. much it. When you think of all the, the 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 consolidated labor of these people who were collecting the the the, the monopoly pieces, oh, the hours they spent pasting them to the board and opening the tickets, <laughs> and, and 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 you know supersizing everything at their McDonald's order to Constantly. make sure they got the tickets. Oh, the heart and, attacks and, and, trying to win. And the guy that the the guy only got three years. No, oh, stupid. It, it, it no. does not seem. Uh, White. Seems like the scales of justice were bent just a little on yeah, that one. They do. I I do think we're too easy on white collar crime. Way too easy. I, I think it should hurt a lot more than it does. Way more than it does. It seems like this kind of fraud. Because you know that you're right. All those people, all the clogged arteries, eating all those fries, trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and just want to be a winner. Everybody wants to be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. And, uh, so he he is out, and we have now his name is everywhere again. I wonder if he changed his name and the ex cop. I've noticed that too. If it's not former policeman, as soon as they get in trouble, they're an ex cop. It sounds worse, ex cop versus former policeman. And uh, the segment is now an X segment. I've been trying real hard and I've been coming up short and now my credit cards ain't no good at the stores. I quit getting paid when I quit going to work. You gotta show up, I guess that's how it works. So it's just you and me and we gotta break free. You got the car and I got the dream. And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about what I'm doing next week. Uh, where where the plane I'm getting on Tuesday is going to land. Uh, Hopefully. But <laughs> first of all, uh, uh, there was an article that, uh, that, that I had run across. Uh, uh, will be will also be linked uh, somewhere, uh, probably in the comments section of this, on the Facebook page, which you should know about and should have liked already, uh, is that uh, apparently uh, what happened to the dinosaurs, Bent? Any idea? Well, what, what did you always think? What did you always think happened to the dinosaurs? Well, they... originally, when I was young, I didn't think they really existed. And then, as I got <laughs> wait, older... Wait, 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 I'm kidding. Wait, wait, I, wait. I knew they oh, were okay. real. <laughs> I wasn't raised in the creationist. And even if I... Yeah, okay. What what I had always been taught, or that, as long as I can remember, asteroid hit down near the Yucatan Peninsula in a place with a name I can't pronounce and never and can never remember the spelling. 
and it created this giant cloud of particles and gases and everything died. As the particles re-entered the atmosphere, they heated things up to about 500 degrees for a while. And then everything died, and that's when humans got a chance is because the rat, which is actually, it looks like a rat. The common mammal ancestor of all humans is looks like a rat, which is appropriate, I think. And um, <laughs> yeah. that's the way yeah, I heard. Some people, some people actually, some people actually didn't look, don't look like they've gone that far. Yeah, or, or act. I think a lot of them don't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they look and act like our common ancestor, which looks like a rat. They they have a they have one. It's like this brass little sculpture of a rat uh, at the Museum of Natural History in Washington D.C. So that's that was the prevailing theory that I learned. Right. Yeah, that's uh, uh, we in, in my in uh, when I was going to school, we did we didn't know it was uh, it was taught that uh, now we don't we don't really know what it, I, we were, it was still it was still taught that there were a bunch of different theories is that yeah. is that maybe um, you know maybe maybe they had done something maybe they had trashed their own environment maybe they started driving SUVs and yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe payoffs, they engaged taking payoffs to avoid wind energy. They engaged I mean, <laughs> in homosexuality and were destroyed because they were evil. <laughs> That's also could do it. Come on, you got to go both sides of this this equation. <laughs> well, dinosaurs so, uh, were gay, so God d- destroyed them. All right. <laughs> it was actually uh, it was actually in 1980. Uh, Nobel Prize-winning physicist Luis Alvarez uh, and three colleagues from UC Berkeley uh, were the ones that actually came up with the meteor theory. That's that's when the meteor theory was introduced. So that's yeah. I mean that's perfect. That's that's uh, uh, is yeah. that uh, that they found that they believed that that, that that iridium was spread in a layer all across the earth. Yeah, they found and, it uh, everywhere in, in the fossil record. Yeah, there's a line of iridium in in rocks, and they just assumed that that's that all came from the meteor. Yeah, and and, and then that they correlated became, that with the extinction. The uh, what they what they analyzed the fossils right, and they said these fossils see it shows a rapid extinction, which true the iridium is in one yes. layer that yes. is actually true the iridium because that verifies a meteor strike but it's when they started to go into look at those fossils and actually determine whether or not there's a rapid extinction rate that's that i think that's what right. might have messed up according to this article well according to gerda keller a 73 year old paleontology and geology professor at Princeton. Yeah. Uh, it was not a rapid de- extinction. She actually believes that ha- she has evidence that the extinction started occurring 300,000 years before the meteor strike. Yeah. Is that she uh, that she she noticed a decline in in several species of plankton, mm-hmm. and. and uh, uh, what she believes, and this was also, I think, this was also one of the alternate theories besides homosexuality and uh, uh, SUVs. <laughs> yes, was that she believed it was uh, massive uh, volcanic eruptions. Yes, and the that Deca, actually just uh, the Deca formation in Indi- near India somewhere. But what I love yeah. the name of it, Deca volcanism. I'm on board with anything called volcanism. That's, that goes right into the Star Trek. I'm not a total Trekkie, but volcanism sounds all right. I can get into that. 
<laughs> uh, it it actually almost sounds like a like a uh, uh, like a religion, like a like a religious sect. Yeah, I'm a I'm Deccan. A... I'm a Deccan Vulcanist. Yeah, it totally does. Now this lady, what's and, your and name actually, again? ironically, ironically, uh, that that that's the, the religion is probably is is probably the way it is because now mm-hmm. there is a rift in science that we don't know about. It's constantly there going. is uh, yeah. there there is the there is the Deccan Vulcanists. Yeah. Uh, versus the meteorologists, I guess. Yeah, the meteor strikers, <laughs> the media strikists, the chuchurlugloops, yeah. however you say it. And they argue back and forth. And this is something about science that people who don't read about science really don't know about. And that is that there is this constant fight between these scientists on the as these, these hypotheses turn into what are supposed to be theories, and then the theories shift and sometimes get erased. I think especially these kind of, quote, theories that uh, aren't really based in math to begin with. They're tricky. They're, these are tricky things to, to nail down. But I find it fascinating. Right. It's and, the and ego it's also, of the scientists. Also, in the absence of a time machine, there's, there, there, there's absolutely no way to verify Exactly. Even if you could go back, I don't even know if you could verify. No. Well, how can you? It's, uh, I mean, you would have to fossils. study. Sure, you would have to study the health the health of dinosaurs and the declining dinosaur population and when yeah. it started to decline, and if there were, there was any uh, 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 connection yeah. between uh, uh, the, the 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 decline of dinosaurs and the rejection of rental bikes in uh, in <laughs> dinosaur urban areas. <laughs> It's always clues. <laughs> it was straws. It was straws that killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> Plastic straws. Yeah, it was drinking straws. Uh, naturally growing reed plants. They depart. Anyway, the what I found interesting is what's this lady's name again? What is her name again? Uh, Keller. Keller is uh, Gerda, Gerda Gerda Keller. Uh, yeah, she 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 keeps a running list of insults that other scientists have called her. The more uh, I uh, read about, a, yeah, what are they? What are the insults? She's been called a bitch and the most dangerous woman in the world who should be stoned and burned at the stake. That's that's the way you punish a deck and Vulcanist right there. <laughs> you burn them at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When we picture scientists, we picture a bunch of uh, skinny people with thick glasses, wearing lab oh, coats, just smoking, hanging around, smoking pipes, and nodding in agreement. Well, they do it, that too. We, we... They do that too. <laughs> um, you know, when uh, there's a very interesting thing about uh, you remember uh, it was Isaac Newton, I think, that said uh, he, when they asked him, he said, uh, "On the shoulders of giants." He brought up that was he's the one that came up with the phrase. That when people uh-huh. ask him, you know, how did I think of this? Well, it was on the shoulder of giants, referring to previous generation of scientists, right? But actually, the sure. source of that quote is he was arguing over the ownership of some intellectual discoveries with a rival named Hook, I think was his name. And Hook was a hunchback, short, diminutive guy. So when he, he was, it was in a letter to him saying, I didn't get this idea from you. If anything, I stood on the shoulder of giants. In other words, you're a shriveled little dwarf of a man. It was actually an insult. That famous phrase that gets repeated was was from one of these battles that have been going on in science forever. And like uh, back in the uh, 1700s, 
uh, we couldn't sail. It was very difficult to sail safely on the oceans uh, because you couldn't accurate, accurately determine longitude. And there, there were two schools of thought. We could do it with the stars, or if we could come up with a clock that could maintain an accurate time on the seas. And I think it was Isaac Newton said, you can never build a clock like that. And he single-handedly almost squashed the development of the clocks by this famous Harrison or whatever, the farmer. It, it, this is too much detail. My point is, this fighting. No, no, has, it's no, it's no, it's it's fascinating. But I, yeah, I think we might have lost people. I, I, I definitely <laughs> did. My point is, scientists argue and fight like this all the time over where the newest idea goes. This is always happening. Yeah, it's fascinating. I lost everybody. And uh, <laughs> you know, so you, you know what else? Ha- you know what else happens? Oh, we man. cut these off at ten minutes. Oh, you should have cut me off two minutes. segment of rule of three uh in case anybody was wondering where where i will be next week i'm uh, i'm going to the beloved acme comedy company yeah in, uh, in minneapolis minnesota for uh the the weeks i spend at acme it, it's 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 where where i count my calendar that's uh that's everyone else uh, if you're an accountant, your calendar starts in October. If you're uh, if you're a drunk, it starts New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> if 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 you're me, it starts when you go when you go to Acme. That's uh, that for me always sets the tone for the for for the next year. Yeah, and, me uh, as well. For the especially yeah, yeah. Same way. It is uh, right. Right now, Acme. Uh, uh, right now, at the club, they're kind of going through. They're going kind of going through a couple exciting weeks right now. Uh, tonight, uh, Epix is coming in to film a comedy special at Acme. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, they have uh, Epix has been going around the country, putting together uh, uh, comedy shows at at, at 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 some of the select clubs around the country. And uh, tonight, they are filming at Acme. Awesome. So it's. Uh, it's uh, it's actually uh, uh, when I was talking with uh, with Lewis, uh, the proprietor of Acme. He, uh, your name came up. Oh, why did my name come up? Because I filmed uh, there. Yeah. Exactly, and uh, and uh, Lewis actually Lewis actually uh, uh, mentioned that uh, that the amount of money he thinks that they're spending on this special. Is that you could have done about uh, twenty specials? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How much are for they the spending? Of, they can't say, but that's interesting. Wow, for the, for the cost of one. Yeah, he said. Uh, he said the the scout team that came out to check out the venue. Yeah. Uh, 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 was was a couple dozen people. Wow. Wow. And then, so then the scout yeah. team goes back to the lighting techs and the camera techs, and they they uh-huh. put together a plan. Well, and they uh-huh. you, you kind of have to do yeah, that. Yeah, basically, basically, you sat down with David Crow. Yeah, I did. I sat down. <laughs> and with you David said, Crow. "You said, what do you think we need? What do we do?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we 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 got it almost right. We and uh, we 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 did a lot of imp- or David figured out a lot of. Like, you know how you have to lay the tracks to have the camera that goes slowly 
and gives you one of those moving panning shots. Well, instead of yeah, that, it's called a dolly. A dolly, yeah. You set up the dolly in a dolly track. Instead of doing that, what we did was we got a beverage wheelchair, cart. beverage oh. cart. Oh. And then uh, David crammed didn't even have to make the trip to CVS. What was that? Didn't even have to go to CVS. No, no, for no. a wheelchair. No, we didn't. That's right. He just sat it, and then uh, and then they slowly pushed the beverage cart, and it gave us a beautiful, a beautiful shot. Huh. Yeah. Huh. That's uh, that's uh, that's amazing. Uh, but that's that's tonight. That's tonight uh, at Acme. Uh, uh, last night and the night before, Monday and Tuesday, uh, Frank Caliendo came oh, wow. in to do a couple special shows. And uh, and he's coming in uh, next week, Monday and Tuesday as well. Really? He's uh, he's yeah, he's working on a new act. Really? Just like Frank a whole? Is a, he's yeah. just revamping the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. According to Lewis, it's uh, uh, he's he's moving away from impressions. Wow. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. That's uh, that's uh, that that is uh, that is impressive. That is a. That has got to be a challenge. That'd be that'd be that'd be like me taking up ventriloquism. Yeah, that's really hard to do. Man, <laughs> yeah, because you gotta because you gotta travel with that little jerk in the box. <laughs> got to share a hotel room with him. With that, oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I heard I heard of a, a a story of a ventriloquist who gets angry when people call him a ventriloquist, which I thought was. Perfect. How psycho is that? I mean, he's got the dummy. He takes a dummy on stage. He does jokes with the dummy. That's the whole show. But apparently when people call him a ventriloquist instead of a comic, he flips his lid and gets angry. Which I just, oh. I love that. You're, that, that is perfect. It, it occurred to me that a lot of Jim Gaffigan's act is ventriloquism. Oh, when he does but the, he does, you mean when he does the, that certain yeah. character? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's ventriloquism. It, it's just ventriloquism about? without yeah. a without a dummy. He's using the audience as a, <laughs> as the dummy. Has, no, no, it's just the other voice. It's just the other voice. But the other voice uh, is no. But it's a person in the audience watching him. It's always someone watching him. Oh, that wasn't very funny. That wasn't right. Uh, See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but that's what that's that, yeah, but that's what the that's what the little thing on the standing on your lap would say too. I know. I I see that, but I'm saying it's it's oh, okay. the dummy yeah. is yeah, an audience member. Yeah. Got it. It's yeah. it's the it's uh well maybe that's maybe that's uh maybe that's maybe that's where 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 the where the ventriloquist comes from. Maybe it's maybe that's what that has always been, is that dummy represents the voice of the audience. The rest of us. Uh, uh, sitting there in disbelief that, that that we're actually entertained by by this guy drinking <laughs> how's, water. How's this still working? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow it anyway, works. Anyway, so you're there. So yeah. So Frank is. So Frank is. Yes, I I will be there next week. I will be there next Tuesday through Saturday. And you will it's, be doing uh, ventriloquism. Like a, I I I might. Juggling, I might. It's I'm thinking of working on a bit where where it's where I'm haunted by a by, by a ventriloquist dummy that, you, that nobody can see but me. Well, that's I'm jealous. I I would love to. <laughs> I would love to be at Acme working on a haunted by a ventriloquist. No, I, anytime I'm at Acme, I love it. I'm there in October. Yeah. I'm there in October, working on a whole new hour. Uh, well, it's going to be about 20 minutes that needs to get recorded, integrated, 
you know, and on CD integrated with the new material. I'm excited. Material I can't do on a cruise so it's, ship. So, so it's you're working. So, so it's uh, you're you're actually working on a brand new twenty. Yeah, well, it's a brand new yeah, twenty, okay. but it's a CD. The whole thing will be a CD that I'm recording. Oh, okay. Oh, you're yeah. actually recording the CD at Acme in October. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so cool. It's just which, a, some which, which CD? Which which CD will this be? I this will be. I don't know whether I'm going to call it bent out of shape or bent in the middle, but uh, probably bent out of shape. And it'll be about 40 minutes that is all been finished for a while, but I've just never been able to successfully get it onto a CD. And then the other 20 that's totally new. So that's what we got going. So the other 20 will be working on the next CD? You're just going to just gonna edit it out? No, it's going to be on this CD. No. Oh, it's going to be on. So, and oh, it's yeah. totally new. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, so you know, you're gonna, I've you're, done you're, it two, three times. That's and huh. it it shows a lot of promise. I I know I can pound it out and finish it in the next month while I'm on the land because it's it fits with what I already have. It's funny. It's working, and uh, yeah, it's just a little dark for ships. I mean, one of them's about cannibalism and and. Oh, okay. Yes, we, yeah. we, we we've talked about that. We yeah. actually we actually did a segment on cannibalism. Oh, okay. So I did talk about that. All right. So that's going to be yeah. That kind of stuff's going to be on there. So, you know, interestingly, uh, uh, that cannibalism was one of the biggest fears of the first uh, of of the first mariners into the New World, and into the into the Pacific. It's it's cannibalism was uh, was always if the ship sinks, we have to swim to an island full of cannibals. Was, oh. uh, <laughs> well, and even it, if it's a deserted island, it's going to be full of cannibals when you get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the it just kills me. <laughs> they are they are they are so you we fear that because it's something we would do. You know, well I'd eat people if I was desperate. I think it's in there. It's in there. Have <laughs> so. you ever done that? Have you ever have you ever been like stuck in an elevator or something and kind of looked at the other people that you were stuck with and thinking Okay, which one would, would we, we eat? eat? <laughs> <laughs> All the time, Tim. All the time. I've done that with you. You didn't know that, but that's I've done it. When we were on that gig going to North Dakota in your car, I thought, well, <laughs> no. I'm <laughs> uh, that's funny. But, uh, I'll take Tim. Clonk him on the back of the head, eat him. Yeah, it's... Well, you're, I'm jealous. You're going to have a great time at Acme. It's such a great club. It's the best. It's yep. amazing. Yep. Amazing I'm, place. Uh, I'm working on my robot war material. That's uh, that's your the, robot the, the, war the, material. Yeah. Oh, this sounds good. That sounds yeah. real good. Yeah, and I would I would say more, uh, but we're out of time. And uh, what else? What surprises would I have for people coming in next week? You, uh, that's uh, is what? that it? That's it. That's the that's the show. Uh, all these episodes are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can uh, go to my website, timslegel.com, or... Oh, you can go to bentwashburn.com. Yeah, it's going to be revamped. And, uh, or uh, you can like us on Facebook, too. We've got the Rule of Three podcast page. Uh, I think... Uh I think that's everywhere. Uh, uh, give us a like uh, and uh, maybe maybe leave some comments on uh, on Apple. Uh, uh, but uh, that's how we get moving up in the ranks. Other than that, we'll see you next week.